plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are locked on Cowboys. Your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to Locked On Cowboys. I'm your host, Drew Davidson of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. It is Monday, December 12th. I just landed from New York where the Cowboys lost to the Giants 10-7. to It was an ugly game for the Cowboys, particularly on offense. Dak Prescott uh, struggled. The Des Bryant was pretty much taken out of the game. He wasn't able to do much. Uh, defensively, was the only bright spot, holding a team to 10 points and 260 total yards. With this offense, more likely than not, that usually gets done. But, uh, but the big story, Dak Prescott, he's had a, a few rough games these last three games. He's, he's not topped the 200-yard uh, passing mark against Washington on Thanksgiving, 17 to 24, 195 yards. Against Minnesota, uh, the next Thursday, 12 to 18, 139 yards. And then on extended rest in New York last night, a chilly, snowy New York, but that's no excuse. 17 to 37, 165 yards. First time Dak Prescott has thrown multiple interceptions. He has two streaks of 170 plus. Uh, pass attempts without an interception this season, but through to the other night. One uh, happened when Des Bryant slipped and uh, it just went right to Janoris Jenkins, and then the other he tried to hit Des Bryant deep, was unable to. So there are questions now. Tony Romo. Is Tony Romo a better option? And my, my take, no. I mean, Dak Prescott has this team off to an 11-2 start. He, you know, just like it was easy to make the call to stick with Dak Prescott when Tony Romo was healthy, coming off that compression fracture he sustained in the third preseason game at Seattle. You know, the Cowboys were winning seven in a row, then eight, then nine. Uh, you're not going to mess with that chemistry, mess with that mojo. And, and one bad game for Dak Prescott, I don't think, uh, uh, is reason for alarm. You know, obviously you want him to be playing better. You want him to look like his the, the self he was during, you know, the, the winning streak. And, uh, you know, I mean, obviously his best game probably was against Cleveland, you know, through for – Three touchdowns, no interceptions, 247 passing yards. Uh, also rushed for 20 yards. So you definitely, you know, want, uh, you know, Dak to be able to bounce back from this game. And, and another thing on overreaction Monday, you, you do not – every quarterback has a bad game. Tom Brady has a bad game. Peyton Manning had bad games. Brett Favre had bad games. They are going to happen. And this is Dak Prescott's first really bad game. 
and it came at a time when you would expect it because you know th there's just not that much uh, you know more tape on him and then you also see uh, uh, you know de defenses making different adjustments but you know the, the question is now out there is Tony Romo a more viable option and rightfully so because uh, Dak Prescott's kind of opened himself up to this. You know, his play has cracked the window. If he was rock solid, then there would be no discussion. But I think, you know, if you're going to bench Dak Prescott, it is going to be very obvious. Just like it was very obvious to keep him in the starting lineup. You know, he's going to hear over the next couple games if he has a five-interception game and a three-interception game and the Cowboys are on a three-game losing streak and uh, you know, they don't want this potential Super Bowl season to go down the drain, then you might change it up. But one bad game is not enough. And, and Jerry Jones said it the other night that it has to be quote-unquote definitive, which I took to mean an injury or, uh, like I just said, Dak Prescott throws eight interceptions over the next two weeks. Cowboys are reeling on a three-game winning streak. Uh, you know, don't have home field locked up, whatever. Uh, and now, you know, you make a change just to see if you can spark the team back in the right direction. So, Cowboys have another big game on Sunday night against the Tampa Bay Bucks, which is a good time to remind you SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to find tickets for the football games you want to see up close and in person this season. There's nothing like being in the stadium for the biggest plays of the year and with SeatGeek it's never been easier to get the guaranteed seats you want for a great value. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone and it's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere and with just a few taps I can instantly find seats for this weekend or any game this season. With SeatGeek you always get the best deal on every ticket because SeatGeek price compares for you by searching multiple ticket sites. Prices can vary depending on where you shop but SeatGeek will always find you the lowest available price. And SeatGeek wants to help you get the most bang for your buck. That's why every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on value. You'll immediately see any underpriced seats and be able to find the best deals that fit your budget. Plus, every ticket you buy on SeatGeek is backed by their 100% guarantee, so you can shop for seat tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Best of all, my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. To get your $20 rebate on tickets, download the SeatGeek app. Go to the settings tab and click add a promo code. Enter promo code LO Cowboys. That's LO Cowboys. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LO Cowboys today. But getting back to the quarterback controversy, uh, and as I said, I'm, I'm in Dak's corner uh, for now. I don't think you make a knee-jerk reaction and, and I want to take you into uh, Jerry Jones and I think this is really going to be the first so far this season Dak has checked every box we have not seen yet how he responds to a bad game we're going to find out on Sunday and he's checked every box to date I asked Jerry Jones about this and whether this will be the sign of, of things to come for Dak Prescott and what it could mean for them. So here is Jerry Jones after the game. Well, I think that, uh, that we've seen 
Dak uh, have a uh, uh, bad series, and we've seen him have uh, uh, what, I, what I'd call uh, have challenging series, and we've seen him come back and, and uh, right the ship. So I think uh, uh, certainly we have no uh, expectation that uh, we won't come back. We're uh, going to be challenged next week, uh, certainly with Tampa. But uh, uh, I think that uh, as a team, uh, uh, that we will uh, react to this loss uh, against a well-prepared giant team and hopefully get better because of it. Uh, I'd rather have had the chance to get better with us winning it, but we're not. But uh, we're not going to take where we are right now and uh, uh, basically let this uh, do anything but improve us. Is that a, that's our goal. Do you think these last few games by the offense and Dak in particular is a function of the league having more tape on him? I do think that goes with the territory. I've seen uh, teams and coaches criticized for not having a big enough portfolio when they get to the playoffs because uh, uh, teams have the book on them when they're in the playoffs. So uh, I expect teams to uh, make adjustments and make it tougher for us on some of the things that we might have done uh, with, with more ease earlier in the year. On the other hand, uh, I like uh, our players' tools, Dax tools, Zeke's tools. Uh, we were inconsistent tonight. Uh, and uh, uh, again, I want to emphasize, uh, for me, I'm giving the Giants the credit for creating that inconsistency. And we've got to learn how to uh, basically uh, uh, get some... Uh, uh, get some uh, uh, get some drives going and sustain some drives. They were effectively uh, stopped that tonight. That's why they won the game. Jerry, All right, that was uh, Jerry Jones there after the game, and clearly you heard him say he is he is behind Dak Prescott. The Cowboys are not jumping off Dak Prescott. I mean, the the, the big picture: Cowboys are eleven and two. Dak Prescott has twenty touchdowns to just four interceptions. He went uh, five. He threw only two picks in the first twelve games. Of course, there were two the other night. But uh, the the notion that Dak Prescott suddenly all forgotten how to play quarterback just isn't true or right. And and his teammates certainly have his back too. And I thought Jason Witten put it best. So I'm going to play some Jason Witten audio for y'all. Here's Jason Witten on Dak. Body for the year, he can bounce back from this performance tonight as well. Yeah, he's a, he's a mentally tough young guy. You know, he's uh, he, he continues to, to do all the right things. Um, it was just one of those nights where a good defense, they, they create pressure. They got a good rush up front. And, uh, you know, Dak will, will, just like all of us, we can all do better. And uh, I think he'll certainly approach it that way. And, and uh, you know, I, I don't consider him a rookie. What he's been able to do this year and accomplish, and uh, he just continues to answer the bell at every step of the way. He's been good, really good in the huddle, even after we've had some adversity uh, tonight. And uh, it just says a lot about who he is as, as, a, as a person. Does it surprise you at all that without Paul, they were crazy? No, no. They're, I mean, they're a good. I mean, he, he's certainly a good, really good player. But I mean, uh, you know, they had other guys come in there and play well. And, and they, they brought pressure. I mean, they did a lot of different looks to, to create. And, you know, Spags is good at that. He's done that over the course of his career. You know, we had some opportunities there a couple times. We just couldn't capitalize enough. Give him a lot of credit. Jason Dak had a bad game, but uh, obviously Dez doesn't put the gr- ball on the ground that often. Yeah. Did that kind of catch you off guard? 
Jerry said he might have just been trying to do too much of that. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we've all fumbled. I mean, Des is the ultimate, I mean, competitive player that makes things happen. And so, um, you know, I told him after the game, he's definitely a big playmaker on this football team. And, um, you know, we all didn't do a good enough job offensively to give ourselves a chance. And he'll bounce back from that. I don't think, uh, you know, there's definitely not any finger pointing going on. Uh, he's, he's dangerous after the catch, and uh, just one of those plays. All right, that was uh, Jason Wynn, and easy transition for me into uh, this Des Bryant audio. Des Bryant did not have a great game. He was involved in all three turnovers committed by the Cowboys. The two picks by Dak are intended for Des. Uh, he clearly slipped on the first one. He didn't uh, have a really know what happened on the second one. He kind of either got knocked off his route or, or I'm not sure what happened. And then uh, kind of a bang-bang play there on the, on the fumble uh, in the second half. Dez takes care of the ball, as you heard Jason Witten. But it happens. And it was a very uh, close to not even being a catch. Uh, and so, but here's Dez Bryant. I, I only got a little bit of audio. Uh, from him because Jerry started talking, but Des Bryant, very odd night for him to be involved in all three turnovers, uh, especially when you consider how good he usually is. Des, first off, uh, how frustrating is it to lose this game, snapping a living game winning streak? I mean, you know, as a competitor, of course, it's just very frustrating. Us, we're all competitors, of course, it's very frustrating. What happened on the fumble? Man, it's just an unfortunate situation, you know. Um, you know, I'm lost for words, you know. I can't believe it came out, you know, and it did, you know. Um, making too many mistakes, you know, and, and it cost us. Des, how does this offense get back on track? Simple. We got to go to work. We got to go to work, so that's what, you know. We just got to go to work. We just got to eliminate the mistakes, and all right, that was uh, Des Bryant, and as you heard, uh, there's nothing else the Cowboys can do but get back to work. Uh, the silver lining, as I said earlier in the show, was the defense. Uh, they forced three t- takeaways. Uh, you know, Eli Manning dropped a dropped a fumble that Cedric Thornton was able to bounce on, then Benson Mayoa. Uh, had a strip sack that Sean Lee recovered, and Anthony Brown got his first career interception. So the defense did get play well. Two potential interceptions fell through Barry Church's hands too. So if they make even a couple more plays, uh, they certainly would. You would certainly think they could uh, get back on track. And, and I'm going to talk more about the defense later in the week, but. Uh, Cowboys, 11-game winning streak comes to an end in New York. 10-7 loss. I hope you bet the under if, you, uh, if you're a gambling type. But uh, Cowboys come back next Sunday night against Tampa Bay. Again, this is Locked on Cowboys with your host, Drew Davidson of the Fort Worth Star Telegram. Please check out star-telegram.com for all your Cowboys news and coverage. We have it all covered there. Star-Telegram.com, myself, Shereen Williams, Clarence E. Hill Jr. uh, Have anything and everything you need to know about the Cowboys. But until tomorrow, take care and uh, make sure you visit SeatGeek if you need a ticket for Sunday night's game.
Is Democracy in Danger or Decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org catalyst.